Welcome to another episode of Talk Your Way Up, a platform where you become a better speaker. Hello everyone and welcome back. Having talked about speaking to strangers in the last few episodes, let's move on to see where else we can apply this skill. The first thing that comes to my mind is when we attend a networking event and want to talk and connect with like-minded people. Now when I say networking, it doesn't have to be a conference room where people go in suits, exchange their visiting cards and hope to get jobs from each other's connections. No, that that's just one part of networking. A networking event can be something as simple as a book signing event or even attending your favorite team play in a stadium with a bunch of like-minded fans. It could be an investor pitch and it can also be online. Let's say you're on Facebook or Instagram and join a group where you just discuss some topic that all of you can connect with. That itself can be a networking event. Which reminds me, a few years back I was at my cousin's place and he happened to mention that Jeffrey Archer was coming for a book signing event in a new crossword store that was opening across the street. So the both of us went ahead and attended uh, this event. At that time, coincidentally, I was writing my first book and I wanted to get some insight on how first-time authors approach writing and how to reach out to publishers and all sorts of things. And this was a perfect opportunity. Now, although I hadn't planned it in advance, I didn't have anything in mind before approaching this. It was still fun to attend Jeffrey Archer speak about his new book, his whole journey of how he started writing and answered a lot of Q&A from the audience. Now, although I didn't pursue anything uh, beyond it at that time, now in hindsight, I can see that it was a wonderful opportunity to meet several authors and publishers and get their tips on how to proceed after writing a book and while writing a book. The best part about a networking event is it's easier than talking to strangers in that group because the common denominator is already set. You all know why you're there. If it's a book signing event, you know that most people there are writing or reading enthusiasts and that can be a support you can use as a conversational starter or a backup when you get stuck out out of topics. But the important thing that I've observed is that before you even step into an event, it's always a good idea to have an agenda or a purpose set in your mind. Have a list of questions that you want to find answers to or just have a rough idea about what you're looking for when you're done with the event. So Harith, how do you approach when you walk into a networking event? Hey, wonderful story, by the way. Jeffrey Archer is one of my favorite novels too. I mean, uh, one of my favorite authors too. I love Paths of Glory. It's one of my favorite books of all time. I'm really envious that you got to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> 
but anyway uh, one thing which we used to talk about in our previous episodes is establishing a common denominator finding out what is the thing which bonds two people together and having a conversation and finding that common element so we can dig deeper into that now the reason i love networking event is the common denominator is already there like you don't have to go through the additional effort of finding it in fact the whole room is filled with people who belong to a particular niche could be uh, people who are offering jobs or a writing event or a musical concert or a room full of public speakers or every event already has a common denominator so you know where every conversation is going to go to it's not going to be anything out of the blue like if you meet somebody on a metro the conversation can be anywhere but this you know it's very specific so that i think is a huge advantage to us if you really want to network inside a room yeah it makes things easier it it makes things very easier yeah it it makes things easier than just talking to a random stranger i feel it's slightly better uh, in terms of the effort you put in and how hard it is a networking event is that because people expect you to walk up and talk to them that's why it's called a networking event right right, right? unlike a stranger where he or she is not expecting you to come and talk to you networking event if somebody comes and says hey it's not weird it's it's not outside normal because you have a common denominator you have similar interests and you are networking so you are still conforming to social standards when you're doing that <laughs> uh, yeah but even before we go into an event it, uh, it 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 cannot even be a networking event like you mentioned it can be anything it can just be an event where you meet people who are very similar to you and who like the things that you do before you walk in uh, i try and do two things even before i leave the house which is i try and tell myself why am i going out what is the reason i'm going to this event like for example let's say i am going to uh, a meetup group in carbon park let's say reddit has a meetup group probably my primary purpose is just to meet people on reddit it's the whole reason i'm stepping outside the house is to meet people or recently i used to go for these entrepreneurship events where which is basically like shark tank but in bangalore where startup founders come and pitch and the reason i went was not to pitch but i want to see how the ceos and founders pitch their ideas and convince investors to uh, uh, put in lakhs and crores of rupees into their business idea i just want to see the process so the primary purpose was not to meet people it was to learn how founders give presentations so i feel telling myself this before i walk out is goes a long way then i won't regret not meeting enough people because my purpose wasn't to meet people it was to learn something mm. and meeting people can just be a side benefit right um so uh, is that something you consciously do as well telling yourself why before you leave the house yeah uh, i definitely do that but there's an interesting thing that you mentioned that although you're going to meet people there that's not your primary objective your your primary objective is to learn and meeting people can be seen as something uh, a side benefit or a secondary purpose exactly so yeah i think it makes a lot of sense and uh, can you think of any instance where it has actually worked for you yeah so secondary purpose is actually a beautiful thing so secondary purpose is i feel not the main reason you're going to that event but if that happens you will be sort of happy about it 
it's it's not the reason uh, the reason is the primary purpose but the secondary purpose is okay if this also happens i will slightly be happy like for instance this one time i wanted to go to a concert uh, i i um, i went to a concert by this beautiful ba- band called blackstrat blues so if you guys are into blues please check it out they're a wonderful band based in bangalore i went for the concert and the primary purpose was because i truly truly loved the band i went there to enjoy the music and just listen to them play live Warren Mendoza who's the lead guitarist but at around the same time the band that i was playing with uh, the bassist of our band had quit so we were bassistless if that's a word i'm coining it right now <laughs> and my secondary purpose was i knew a lot of musicians will be there in that concert and i was like if i bump into a bassist i'll be happy i'll ask him to i'll ask him or her to come and jam with us and that actually happened so i didn't leave the house i didn't attend the blackstrat blues concert to find a bassist but i told myself if but, but you found one anyway but i found a bassist exactly because there are a lot of musicians who come to these concerts and i found a bassist and we did jam with uh, uh, him and uh, it, it 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 did go from there so a primary purpose and a secondary purpose i feel works very well together if you know the reason why you're stepping out of the house chances of you achieving both are much higher and that's worked wonders in the past yeah that, that's great to hear did you try something similar for the uh, jeffrey archer event and uh, no actually i i wish i had so i i only had a primary objective at that time and that was to listen to a world famous author talk right in front of me so uh, okay. that was literally it but okay. in in hindsight uh, it was a wonderful opportunity for me to get to know other authors and and publishers because it's it's so hard to reach out to them later which which i realized after i had finished my book at that time i was still uh, in the initial stages and uh, I, i'm sure it would have helped if i did reach out to a few uh, potential publishers there and actually asked got their contact right because in a networking event it, it's not odd everyone's there for a reason and it's completely normal for people to walk up to others and say hey listen uh, i'm writing a book i want i was wondering if you could check it out and that, that's completely normal you don't say that to somebody outside of such an event as book signing or literary fest so yeah it, it definitely makes sense uh, having two a primary and a secondary purpose before you walk into it right right and let's say you went for an event and you actually end up meeting someone who is a potential contact let's say you end up meeting a publisher or somebody who you just met and you know that person can potentially help you in future either reading your book and giving you feedback or helping you get in touch with publishers or an established novelist who has been through the process already um now you have that person's number on your phone you had a good initial rapport you, you you've had a good conversation and that person has given you your number now what what mm. what do you do with that have you thought about that uh uh far too much than i'd like to admit her <laughs> the the whole uh, overthinking paradigm staying in the the whole staying in touch dilemma and <laughs> it's it's strange really i mean uh, i know some people who say it works and it's necessary to actually uh, stay in touch with 
people you network with at regular intervals uh, but i i don't ascribe to this notion at all uh, I, i mean it, i don't think there's any benefit that i've ever observed wherein i try to stay in touch for the whole reason of uh, staying in touch or building a contact now the, the reason i say this is it it becomes quite evident that that's what you're doing when you're doing such a thing right Let, let's say one year down the line uh, i do want to reach out to a publisher that i met i i could just email them or call them up saying hey listen we met at a book signing event of jeffrey archer and we discussed so and so uh, i happened to write a book and i was wondering if you could take a look at it and more often than not i'm i'm sure they would but if i reach out to them somewhere in between with no purpose in mind just for the sake of it i i'm sure it wouldn't benefit me in, or them in any way and uh, it, to an extent it might even be detrimental because as i said it's pretty obvious that's what you're doing when you're doing it Uh, what do you think i mean uh, of course the drawback is that they might forget who you are if you don't reach a, stay in touch with them for a long time could that work against you or is it something we are okay with i think if you can refer back to the incident at which point the person gave you the number when you reach out i mean yeah chances are they have forgotten about you that the fact that they give you his or her number but after they forget and you give them a call or send a message and instead of just saying hey you're like okay we met at this event at this time and we were talking about this chances are they will remember even if they don't remember they will accept that that actually happened and they will continue the conversation and that has happened a lot of times a lot of people who i have completely forgotten about have reached out to me and we did materialize something out of it and there are other cases wherein i reached out to people whose contact i had received years back and i had absolutely no contact but i just had their number on my phone but a situation demanded and i gave them a call a classic example was the guest on this very podcast So Matthew is somebody who had come to our Toastmasters club a long time back and I was the one who introduced him and there is no way he is going to remember that he just knew about the club it's not like I've been in touch I I haven't said hey Matthew good morning or any of that but we wanted a guest because we were doing table topic segment and the first name that came to our minds was Matthew So I just reached out to him like hey Matthew I don't know if you remember but you had given an education session at Cisco Expressions um uh, about a year back and we're doing this so uh, so I built the conversation from there I wasn't in touch but still he ended up coming here as a guest and we had a beautiful episode so yeah I think I agree with you on that front I I don't think we should keep in touch after gaining a contact but we can feel free to reach out Uh, and refer back to the incident and then ask for yeah. what it is see uh they may not remember you but it it's it's completely fine because uh, more often than not people are willing to help and 
I'm I'm sure if the same thing happened to you or I, we would be happy to help someone out if or, or even uh, connect with them if they reached out and we didn't remember them. And the most important point here is to refer back to the context where you've met them or where you'd spoken to them. See, even if they don't remember the exact incident, if it's something they can relate to, if it's something uh, they feel that they would have spoken about or they would have attended, that's still fine. And to uh, take it a step higher, when you do meet someone, when you do uh, ask for their contact, I think it's better if we can make an impact or an or have some insight that you discuss at that time which which can be referred back later so make a co- comment or uh, talk about something specific and remember it so when you refer it back a year or two later there is a chance that uh, the other person may connect back to it it it's not a must or anything but it, it certainly helps and uh, when reaching out to people the common situations that i can think of is either calling someone for a guest speaker or or even uh, asking for a recommendation letter i know a lot of students who work for a few years and then want to pursue their masters mba and it becomes a little odd for them to uh, go back to their college professors and ask for a recommendation after years of not having contact with them but it's it's still fine you uh, there is a context set you know them and if you can just refer back to any of the classes that you've attended and then go ahead and ask them for the recommendation i'm i'm sure they'd be happy to uh, help you out or even Uh, remember it if it was something insightful that you you guys discussed during that time yeah exactly that that makes a lot of sense and even the other way is sort of weird like let's say somebody like let's say you give your number to somebody let's say there is an upcoming writer let's say you're a very famous writer mm. an upcoming writer comes and gives your and you give him your number but a week later he gives you a call be like hey what's up good morning how's life what did you have for breakfast like you will find that weird you're like okay get to the point what is it that you want you rather have him say listen yeah. i just finished this book and i would love some feedback on it on that and you will i mean you will probably respect that rather than actually keeping right. in touch and telling him that you had idlis with podi for breakfast uh, so i feel keeping in touch with a contact you made is weird uh and i i am uh, i'm guessing the only exception is if you're romantically interested in the other person in which case you have to act actively i mean you really want to get to know the person and the feeling is mutual which is a whole new thing but for typical networking and contact building i feel keeping in touch is not that essential i can't think of a reason where it is essential yeah yeah neither can i because it, it it's just strange it, it's weird to call someone and not have anything to talk about un- unless you know them personally unless they are your friend or family or somebody you tend to talk to without uh, without an agenda but when it's when you meet them at a networking event in a professional setting uh, it, it just doesn't make sense 
to even think about the whole staying in touch just remember the f- uh, context where you met them and get to the point and uh, it'll be good for both the parties uh, at least i think uh, between the two of us that that's what has worked but uh, i'm i'm sure people will have different perspective on this and if 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 any of the listeners have tried staying in touch in a meaningful way and it has worked for them i'd definitely be very interested in knowing that so do write to us and i mean maybe we'd love to learn how that works so it all comes down to what we want to get out of the contact that we have developed in any networking event although it sounds a little uh, selfish to think of uh, a value addition out of this whole uh, meeting in the end a networking event is meant for just that right uh, sure you can probably develop a good bond you can become friends eventually but the whole purpose that a person attends a networking event is to build their career to get to know people in their field and for the lack of a better word just build contact and that's what we feel it should be staying in touch for the sake of it just doesn't tie well with this approach so with that we have talked about a lot of aspects of networking today on how it's easier than talking to strangers because the common denominator is already set and how it helps us to have a primary and a secondary purpose before even stepping into one such event because even though our secondary purpose may or may not be served it's still good to have it at the back of your mind so when an opportunity presents itself you can always make the best use of it and lastly the whole staying in touch dilemma where we did agree on the importance of making an initial impact when you first meet but after that it's totally okay to reach out to anybody much much later as long as you can refer back to what context you've met it's acceptable for both the parties to keep it this way so thank you for tuning in today and remember you too can talk your way up